0: Kairamed and Proven Investments Limited.
1: My name is Keisha Hill and welcome to Impacting Jamaica. Political Ombudsman Donna Parchment Brown has made it her point of duty to spread awareness of the importance of societal participation and bridging the voting gap. She has spearheaded the creation of a Jamaica strong and free a civic education handbook designed to inform Jamaicans of the functions of both the government and the society as a whole, all the while promoting the need for civic participation. We will also be joined by Ms. Yanika Douglas, a Legislative Counsel to the Political Ombudsman. Ms. Parchment Brown and Ms. Douglas, thank you for joining us on Impact in Jamaica. Thank you for having us. Good to be with you. Thank you. All right. So, Ms. Parchment Brown, Jamaica Strong and Free, a civic education handbook. What led to the genesis of this book? For
2: many years, Jamaicans have been talking about the need for civics to be more highlighted across schools and communities in Jamaica. And in 2020, the national elections that were held on 3rd of September saw the lowest voter turnout we had had ever in Jamaica. And it was part of a continuing decline in voter turnout. Uh, We hosted the first ever campaign review meeting after the election with about 50 uh, discussants from different sectors of society. And the report coming out of that recommended that there needed to be more civic knowledge, more voter education, and more engagement of the public. And we decided that one way to enable that to happen with our partners would be to come out with a handbook that had a lot of information about Jamaica, its structures, its processes, and also the duties of citizens. So out of that came this book, Jamaica Strong and Free, a Civic Education Handbook a useful tool for every Jamaican.
1: All right, so this sounds interesting. Give us an idea or give us an overview of the book. According to what we have um, gleaned, it is that it is a worthy successor to the 190-page Civics for Young Jamaicans. This was written by Leonard Cesar Ruddock in 1967. Uh, What makes this book stand out in comparison to this book as well? We really want to pay respect to Leonard Ruddock.
2: Five years after independence, he came out with a book that was to help Jamaicans navigate and understand this new condition called independence. Uh, The institutions, the processes, the duties. And now in the 60th anniversary of Jamaica's independence, we think it's timely to have a publication that would you know, build on that. So the statement is of respect to him. Uh, We we build on what has gone before and we share the work of many other persons who are concerned about this area. The good thing about this handbook, of course, is that it it allows us in 62 pages and seven chapters, uh, which we can talk about in more detail later, to get a good insight into who we are and what we can do as citizens To share 1967 there's a lot of access to the Internet and we have a bibliography which lists many uh, pages web addresses that users of the book can go to to augment the information that is there it's beautiful it's user friendly it's a nice size easy to handle similar to the size of Leonard Ruddock's book.
1: All right, so Ms. Douglas is gonna give us some more information about the content and the topics included in the book.
3: Thank you, Keisha. So the intent behind the book was to have information, as Madam said, on Jamaica, that all citizens should know about their country and also give information on government institutions that were created to directly serve citizens and maintain the integrity of our government. So the book includes information on the civic responsibilities of citizens, for example, respecting the beliefs and opinions of others participating in the electoral process, participating in civic activities and volunteering, among other things. It also gives a brief history on the political and electoral processes in Jamaica, And this is nicely presented in a timeline we're very proud of that shows some of the milestones of Jamaica's political developments, such as universal adult suffrage, independence, and emancipation day. Some of the information also included is on the electoral cycle. That is what happens before, during, and after an election. And it also includes information on the government the court and key institution, institutions in Jamaica. And included in that, we have some lovely graphs and charts that show how the government is structured and how the court is structured as well.
1: Well, as we're all aware, right, civics was previously taught from grade seven to nine in all schools and that first one in high schools, right? So mm-hmm. with this new information, how is learning civics an added benefit to Jamaican children and the overall population?
3: That's an excellent question, Keisha. And for for learning civics from a young age, it is important as it builds well-informed and proactive citizens. Civic education is key in teaching people the government's powers and limitations, and that every citizen has constitutional rights that cannot be taken away or violated. It is important that children learn from a young age that a democratic society relies on its people to fulfill their duties to citizens. So when they're given a proper civic education, people know what is expected of them and what to expect from their government. However, our book is not necessarily targeted at students within the school system and at that young age. It's really targeting students and and persons, sorry, children and persons from the ages of 15 to 30. However, the ministry is now reviewing our book and they will tell us what they think of it and whether or not they would like it in the schools. But really the intent was to create the book as Madame said, to build on the civic knowledge that um, Jamaicans like myself did not receive um, in our younger years. and also, of course, to add to what was brought before by uh, Mr. Rodock. So really what we intend to do is just to add on to that information and to teach um, or to build on the information that is available and to help inform Jamaicans from that age group on their civic responsibilities, the government, the courts, and all of that. And for persons like myself who didn't really receive that comprehensive um, civic education while I was at school, it also helps for persons within that age group. And I'm in the age group of um, 20 to 30, if you will.
1: (laughs) All right, so you mentioned that the ministry might give the go ahead or could give the go ahead after reviewing the book for it to be used in schools. Mrs. Parkman-Brown, uh, do you think it should go back in schools? Well, it's do you actually, think civics should be retaught or be integrated back into the school system?
2: I believe that the Minister of Education has already signaled that they are incorporating civics as well as values and attitudes into the curriculum of our schools. I know they have approved a book uh, a civics book for use in grade seven to nine. And hopefully that uh, will assist the children who are in school now and the teachers to have the appropriate knowledge that's required. However, there are lots of Jamaicans who will never be back in the school system, in the primary or high school system. So there's a large group out there that still need education, public education, so they can function more effectively especially when we
1: are thinking about Jamaica 60. We're going to take a break So, hear from our sponsors and we'll be right back. Manpower, what
3: to Searching for a one-stop solution to all your facilities maintenance needs? Visit Manpoint Maintenance Services Sales and Distribution Centre. We stock a wide range of COVID-19 washroom cleaning and other supplies, gardening tools, chemicals, and more. Our experts are always ready to give you the best advice. and Maintenance Services Sales and Distribution Center, 14 Collins Green Avenue, Kingston, Freeport Commercial Center, Montego Bay, and 33 Ward Avenue, Mandeville. Visit or call us today: 876-920-4721 to five.
0: A toast only works if it's shared with others, even when we're miles apart. So let's cheer each other on. Cheers to the best in life. Drink and live responsibly. A message from Red Stripe, part of the Heineken Company.
3: John, John, I know you're in there. I want you to come back. I know Pinky this time. Akeisha. Keisha, just like me tell Pinky, give JPS your number and then we'll send your text with them things here so you can't stop knock my door. What you mean? DM or call JPS and tell them to add your phone number to your account and you will know everything all the time. You're not know, for ask. Send your current contact information and always be in the know. Visit JPSGo.com for more info. Welcome back
1: to Impact in Jamaica. We are speaking with Political Ombudsman Donna Parchment Brown and Yannick Douglas, Legislative Council to the Political Ombudsman. Uh, Parchment Brown has spearheaded the creation of Jamaica Strong and Free, a civic education handbook designed to inform Jamaicans of the functions of both the government and the society as a whole, all the while promoting the need for civic participation. Uh, Ms. Parchment-Brown and Ms. Douglas, thank you for staying with us. Thank you. All right, so given that Jamaica is celebrating 60 years of independence, why is it the ideal time for a handbook of this historic nature? Uh, Ms. Douglas mentioned some of the topics earlier, but can you give us some more information?
2: Well, it is is the year of Jubilee, Keisha. Every Jamaican should be celebrating this year Uh, this important milestone, a diamond jubilee. And in celebrating it, it should also be a time of reflection. You know, when we sit in our groups and we have our cookouts or we go to the beach or the limes we're on, we could be asking questions about our country. And so we want to be able to have good answers. So the diamond jubilee is an ideal time because we think that a strong country where citizens feel empowered and feel like they're at the center of everything really depends on civic engagement. Now, civic engagement, that's all well and good that we care about the country and so on and so forth. But in my opinion, it should be built on knowledge. It should be built on trust and it should be built on our individual self-confidence and our collective self-confidence which requires enough knowledge. You know, Jamaica has the potential for greatness in all spheres. We have been great in many areas and we can celebrate that in Jamaica 60. But the individual and collective needs of the public are still not fully met. And for us to know what services are available, where to go when we have a problem, where to go when we're trying to do something, build a house, buy land, um, access a fire department. We need to know and be confident that we have many good institutions that are here to serve the public. So, that the first call for service should be to an institution, a ministry, department, agency, not so much to an individual politician who can help point you in the right direction. But it's good if we can also say to an NPR counselor, no, man, not a problem. I know where to go to find the path office, or I know where to go to find this or other agency, or I can look in the handbook and look on their website to find out what to do. So we think that, you know, it's not Jamaica is grown up. We're an adult, 60 years old, a new threshold. And Jamaican citizens individually, we need to own the country, not just for celebration, but for building it. A Jamaica that is strong and free, that serves all of us. So that's why I think it's an ideal time for this historic and very user-friendly handbook.
1: All right, so now that you've mentioned the cohesiveness and the collaborativeness of Jamaicans coming together for Jamaica 60, Ms. Douglas, who were some of the major stakeholders and what were their contributions?
3: Well, a major stakeholder was Mrs. Lena Buckle-Scott, a seasoned educator with 30 years experience in education and a former deputy chief educator of education officer for the curriculum development and support services so of course you know she is well and truly capable of creating and putting together this handbook so she is the the author of this handbook and with her assistance as well as the assistance of the international foundation for electoral systems who is our partner and helped us greatly in putting together this book with um, their help in funding and advice. And also we had advisor groups. We had an advisor group. Now this group consisted of persons from religious groups, youth groups, civil society, media, and they assisted us with the content as well as give us feedback on how to um, make the information more engaging. And so with that assistance, we were able to get advice on adding things like the activities and graphs and other very interesting features of the book.
1: All right so what about graphics and all of that Um, how did you organize that aspect?
3: Well we had a very very talented graphic artist named Mrs. Heather Kong-Smith and with her assistance she was With her assistance, we were able to put together this book with all the lovely pictures that you see in there. Um, We especially love the cover that includes a very young um, girl who has um, the strong on a paper in her hand, and we thought that was just very fitting. We have nice nice images of um, Black persons in the book. We have very nice images of um, a comic strip that I think is very engaging and she, um, with the assistance of a comic artist, created that. She also created a number of the graphs, the, the organization of the color scheme as well. And so she had put in, I think, a lot of work to let this book be so creative and colorful and have a number of things that persons can look at and pictures that persons can look at and, and just be engaged. And she also did the timeline, again, which I said we are very much happy with, where she included a number of the pictures of these different um, milestones in Jamaica's history.
1: All right. Yes. Uh, so again, some Peer-tree of... ...the press,
3: who
2: did an excellent job of printing.
1: <laughs> All right. So <laughs> the next question I was going to ask, which, you, which is in terms of accessing the information about the nation's constitution, you mentioned that earlier. Uh, Just tell us a little bit more about the information that is in there about our constitution.
3: Well, the constitution is the fundamental law that governs the powers of the the government and protects the rights of the people. The information contained within such a document could not be held within our small handbook, unfortunately. But what our handbook does contain is a brief overview of how the Jamaican Constitution came into being, what the Constitution is, the rule of the rules of society, separation of powers of government, and very importantly, it gives information on some of our fundamental rights and freedoms as citizens. It also gives information on citizenship, and really this is just some of the information, on the constitution that we think is important for citizens to know, and then hopefully they can go ahead and do further research. So it really just gives you a brief insight as to what the constitution contains, what are your rights as a citizen, and of course, citizenship information.
1: All right, so now that this book is, Available, that's Jamaica Strong and Free, a civic education handbook. Mrs. Parchman Brown, your strategy is to get this book in the hands of every Jamaican. How can persons access the book?
2: All right, so we're really delighted that the way it was produced allows anybody who has a phone or a computer to have free access to the book. The Political Ombudsman's website, opo.gov.jm. If you go to that website, at the it book comes up, you can read it as if you're reading an ordinary book sitting on your veranda. Flick the pages and read page by page going over. You can download from that same uh, space because there's also a QR code there that you can download if you wish to share the book with anyone. We did only a limited print. And what we have tried to do is send that out strategically to institutions and organizations who might find it useful. And so they can use it within their organizations. One of the things we hope people will do is take up our offer to print as many copies as they wish free of cost. So anybody who reaches out to us and says, I would love to be able to make a thousand copies for an organization I'm involved with or 10 copies for an organization you need not photocopy them you could reach out to pear tree press and they would at a cost be willing to print additional copies of the book for anyone who wishes to have them printed but we hope everybody will have it on their phone so you know keisha you're with your friends out in the evening eating some jerk chicken and some pizza and having a good time and somebody said something and you say, no man that is not really true you know because that's not what it provides. And I said, no, man, I'm right. And I said, hold on, let me just go into my phone and I'll tell you what it says in Jamaica, strong and free. And as Yannick mentioned, there are a lot of games there too. So we hope that um, church groups, you know, youth groups, societies, service clubs, and others who have like games evening or quizzes and competitions will be able to use all of these activities after the chapters for engaging educational fun activities Uh, so in that sense uh, with your assistance here on this podcast for which we're very grateful it helps us to reach even more jamaicans at home and in the diaspora and anyone else who is interested we really want to target the young voters more than anybody else because there i worry that there is an idea that in jamaica not now go on But as Agent Sasko said, we're winning right now, but it's up to us to be part of that win. You know, Jamaica is a big deal and all of us are a big deal, but sometimes we don't know because we don't know how much we have. So we want to keep on sharing conversations with important persons like yourself and others. So that's our strategy. Being in the media and using the digital space and any available platform, to share information
3: about the book. I would also like to add that we intend to create a version that is inclusive. We at the office are aware of all um, Jamaican citizens, disabled, abled. So we want our book to be able to be in the hands of persons who may have a, who may be blind, or have visual impairment. And so we are creating a version of the handbook that can be shared with persons who fall within that category and allow them to be able to easily read the book through any software they may have, or for persons who are visually impaired, have a printed version that is a little bit larger to allow them to be able to read um, easily. All in all, Keisha, that means everybody can be engaged in the
2: democracy. And the Office of the Political Ombudsman is interested in Jamaica having a stronger democracy, more people coming out to vote, greater accountability on the part of elected officials and on the part of citizens. And we hope that this book, as Yannick has mentioned, will reach everyone and therefore help us in achieving that objective, which we think is part of the mandate of this Commission of Parliament. As we celebrate 20 years this year, while Jamaica
1: celebrates 60 years. All right, ladies, thank you so much for joining us today on Impact in Jamaica. Impact
0: in Jamaica is powered by the Philip and Christine Gore Family Foundation, Manpower and Maintenance Services Limited, the Jamaica Public Service Company, Red Stripe, KyraMed, and Proven Investments Limited. If you or anyone you know is involved with projects and activities that excite, motivate, and encourage Send us an email to ImpactingJamaica at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Do join us again for another in the series on Google Podcast, Audible, Spotify, Podcast Addict, and Stitcher. You can also visit us at ImpactingJamaica.com.